This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Let me uh, talk to you a little bit about Rough Greens. Pat, Mm. you feeding the little uh, rat you call a dog? (laughs) Yes. Rough green. Feed her. She won't put, eat her food without it. She does this little thing where when she's not happy with the food, if it's either gone or she wants more or whatever, she pushes it around the on the on the oh, tile. You're kidding she me. pushes the bowl around so you can hear it in pretty much every room in the house. <laughs> and you go in there and you're like, well, what's the problem? You got oh, okay, there's no rough greens on it. So then wow. you sprinkle and she'll and then she'll eat. Uno will just he'll look down at the bowl and then he'll just look up at me with these big brown eyes like what are you, where is it? Where what, is it? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I haven't it's finished crazy. this. <laughs> Rough Greens, it's uh, not a dog food. It's what you put on the dog's food. Gives them all the nutrients and probiotics, everything they need. It's roughgreens.com slash back. Get your first bag absolutely free. You just pay for the shipping. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F greens.com slash back. And uh, watch the difference in your dog over the coming months. It's pretty amazing to watch. Sick, twisted freak. Last night I did a uh, program on the economy, and I, I'm hoping that I'm not right on a couple of things. Uh, Steve Forbes was watching the first 20 minutes, and I said, so, Steve, what did I get wrong? And then he started to spook me uh, because he was like, well, no, you, you got the basics right here. Uh, and uh, they're moving to digital currency. Run for your life. And I'm like, okay, Steve, Steve, thank you. Um, But there is something that I said last night that I am still not sure I understand completely. I asked Carol Roth to look into it. The way I understand it, the way it has been presented to me, uh, shows real uh, a a real problem uh, with with the Fed. And the Fed is so secretive. You know, you can't get you can't get anything for five years. So you can't check their books. You can't see what they're doing uh, for five years. So I, I'm not sure what all of this means, but Carol has looked into it, and I've got a couple of other things to report to you. Uh, we have um, an update on the UCC bill that is going through your state house right now. Gosh, I can I I know I throw stuff at you, and you're like, oh, the UCC bill. Thank you, uh, Chief Geek. I appreciate. It. I'm going to my geek meeting here in a minute. I know that this is stuff that I would never have talked to you about before because it's like, okay, all right, I get it. But this, everything is so critical right now. The UCC bill ushers in uh, cryptocurrency. It, uh, it defines digital money, and that's a, 
a cryptocurrency from the central bank, not any other cryptocurrency. That's really dangerous. I'm going to tell you an update on it here in just a second. We begin in 60 seconds. When it comes to the story of the wolf and the three little pigs, honestly, you know, it's not hard to land on the side of the wolf. I mean, they're bacon. You know what I mean? And so I would be doing the same thing. Uh, So, you know, the wolf wins. It's bacon. Unfortunately for you, if you want bacon... Uh, it is getting to the place where everything is so expensive that you have to huff and puff and blow a house down. Right now, when you subscribe to Good Ranchers to get 100% American meat delivered, you'll also get free bacon with your order. $20 off with promo code BECK, GoodRanchers.com. When you subscribe, you're going to lock in your price. So meat is expected to go up another 15% this year but you will lock in your price of meat as long as you're subscribed. You're also gonna get free bacon for a year. That's 24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added each box for a year free. 100% American high quality bacon sourced from local farms and $200 worth of it over the course of the year. The offer won't last forever, so order now. It's GoodRanchers.com. Use the promo code BECK, GoodRanchers.com. Carol Roth, who is the author of a new book called You Will Own Nothing. Uh, It has been pushed back for a release date of July 11th. I think my book uh, on kind of the same topic. They make nice bookends. Um, Comes out July 4th. If you want to uh, get uh, Carol's book, you can go to carolroth.com forward slash Glenn and learn all about the uh, the project she has uh, as well that will help you protect your wealth in the face of forces working to take away your economic freedom. Um, give me a couple of those, will you, Carol? Can we start? Can we start with that? What what should people be doing right now? Because I'm starting to get the feeling this may not be over. Yeah, I mean, I think on a personal basis, you want to be doubling down and diversifying your portfolio because there's forces coming at us, as you said, from everywhere. Hang on. Talk to me about somebody who's never paid attention to their 401k, and that (laughs) is the extent of their portfolio. Yes. Well, I mean, obviously, this is not financial advice and anything that you do should be based um, on a discussion with a financial advisor. If you have one based on your own objectives and risk tolerance, that's the caveat, because otherwise the government's going to come after Glenn and I uh, for giving (laughs) out financial advice. And we don't do that. But I think that if you have all of your eggs in one basket, you're 100 percent exposed to stock or maybe, you know, you've never trusted the market. So you have all of your money sitting in the mattress. You want to make sure that you have things in different form factors. Um, certainly, uh, if you have a home or if you have the opportunity to buy some land, that's a great thing. If you have the opportunity to diversify with some physical metals, not, you know, an ETF, but physical metals, gold, silver, et cetera, that's a good thing. Having some exposure to less risky bonds, although less risky these days means, you know, all different kinds of things. That's a good thing. And making sure that you have, you know, kind of the basics you know, prepped to be able to get through a difficult period is a good thing. So it's really important that you have that level of diversification because A, 
We don't know, you know, where the issue is going to come from first. And we also don't know the time frame. And I think that's the most important thing is that, you know, we see the trajectory that's happening, but we don't know if this is something that's going to happen within six months or if this takes, you know, a full 10 or 15 years to undo itself. By 2025. Mark my words, by 2025. (laughs) But there are all kinds of things that can happen in the meantime. Yes. So you want to make sure that you have both the opportunity for capital appreciation, especially since they are decreasing the purchasing power of your dollar and you want to make sure that you're keeping pace with inflation and not losing out, but also focusing on capital preservations, form factors that you can control in terms of your wealth so that you know, you're know you not uh, SOL, so to speak, you know, dependent on the situation. That's the best thing you can do right now is really diversify. Okay. Can you explain Credit Suisse for me? Um, because that was having problems. They had to run to their central bank to get $54 million or billion dollars. Um, and then uh, I haven't heard boo about Deutsche Bank, which is always, I mean, in good times, it's like, we're about to go under. Yes, and then there's also First Republic too that's right. uh, you know in the mix today. So there's all different, all kinds of fun um, afoot in the global banking system. All right, so let's start with Credit Suisse. And you know, to be fair, Credit Suisse has been just a mess for a long time. This is a bank that has been losing money. I think their 2022 fiscal report showed that they were they lost something on the uh, order equivalent about $8 billion. So this is not a bank that's known for being particularly well run. They've gotten caught up in all kinds of scandals and messes. I don't know if you remember, I think it was 2021, there was a hedge fund, um, Bill Wang's hedge fund who blew up Archegos. Mm-hmm. And there were all different kinds of big banks that were involved. And oh, by the way, the smart banks all got out of that really early and had almost no exposure. And one of the banks that was left holding the bag was Credit Suisse. I think that their exposure um, that they said at the time was up to something like 5.5 billion. So this is a bank that's had all kinds of issues. Um, Can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. We we didn't have these problems when I was growing up. And it is it I mean, we did, but not like this. Um, It did the when the banks were allowed to become stockbrokers at the same time they're a bank. Isn't that the real problem? Shouldn't we separate these banks from stock houses or I mean, uh, investment houses? Banks. Yeah. So this actually happened while I was an investment banker. I worked for a really great investment bank that once this key provision of Glass-Steagall that separated investment banks from the banking system was repealed in the Clinton years, um, you know, it was a free for all. And we got gobbled up um, first by Nations Bank and then they merged with Bank of America. So I went through this, you know, kind of on a real time basis. So I think there's sort of two different aspects to it. One is that certainly the issue. We know that more consolidation consolidation creates more systemic risk. If you have things spread out, they may happen more frequently, but they're smaller in nature. When you consolidate things together, then that creates too big to fail in, in, in a real situation. Um, you know, So I think that, that that's kind of the issue. And then the other one is just the financialization of everything. If you think about what's happened over the last decades, you know, with 
derivative products and yeah. more risks and the you know the, the finance on top of finance, the system has really become very bastardized and has gotten away from kind of the core of what it was meant to do. And if you look at the United States in terms of you know our GDP, what is our biggest industry? 21% of our GDP is financial services, including insurance. So you know there's been a good side to that, but there's also obviously been a lot of problems. so um carl icon said uh what yesterday day before um and there's a few people that are saying this that the bailout of silicon valley bank is really the moment that we are no longer a a free market uh <laughs> you know kind of system I, you know, I, I saw that. I think I saw Ken Griffin say it. I don't know if Carl yeah. Icahn said it. Perhaps he said that as well. I mean, it's really laughable. I mean, the moment that we stopped being a capitalist system was back, you know, on uh, Black Monday when the Fed stepped in and decided that they were going to be able to support the market no matter what happened. And that accelerated, you know, with abandon during the Great Recession financial crisis. I mean, up until that point, we never had the Fed interfere in the markets um you know the way that we're seeing now it wasn't when I, as i said when i was growing up as a now recovering investment banker but back at the time like we never paid attention to what the fed did it was like a mechanism of you know of the markets but right. it wasn't that important we focused on fundamentals now you know that's the 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 god center of the market we're letting a handful of people play god with the economy and they're not doing a very good job by the way so the idea that these people who have benefited from nearly 15 years of low interest rate policy and easy money that has transferred money from Main Street to Wall Street now think that you know somebody getting their payroll and not having that blown up is the end of capitalism is really really you know kind of distasteful. Um, let, let me just I want to touch on the the Fed thing the question that I had but um, I, I think it's so geeky that really is it something to worry about. That, let me just ask you that. Is it anything to worry about what I shared with you on the Fed? So, I mean, I think it's just derivative of the fact that the Fed it has become something to worry about. They are a menace to society. Their role has grown, grown into something. You know, it's kind of like Dr. Frankenstein. Like, we need to stop the monster. And the powers that they have, um, you know, are just completely screwing up and creating all these ripple effects that clearly either they can't see or they want to have happen. And either way, the outcome is not great for the average American. Okay. Um, I, I want to switch and talk about the uniform commercial code. Um, <laughs> this is the redefining money. And I have talked to legislators all over the country and they say they have never seen coordinated pushback, even on ESG like this. Um, they said there is just massive power and money behind this, trying to convince everybody, oh, no, 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 it's no big deal. <laughs> are, you, are you up on it enough to be able to talk about it? 
So, so let me tell you what I do know um, in terms of, and I, I'm not a lawyer. I don't even play one on Glenn Beck's yeah. program. Um, but what I do know is in order for us to have a central bank digital currency, it needs approval by Congress. So the more things that we have that start to change the definition of what money is and put that on a path to be stuck in the back of some bill and for nobody to know that this has happened is a really scary thing. And while, as I said, I cannot interpret the legal language because I don't Correct. have that expertise to say, is that, would that count? It kind of really sounds like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's blocking the way for cryptocurrency, uh, like Bitcoin, it will not be considered money, only the central bank, uh, digital currency. And, uh, I don't know if you saw last night's show with Steve Forbes, but he was, I mean, very animated on cryptocurrency from the federal government. He's he, he agreed with what you and I talked about yesterday. End of freedom. Full stop. Yeah. Well, and let's also talk about first of all, love Steve Forbes, a longtime good friend. He's a really, yeah, really smart him. and good, good guy. But here's the interesting thing is that a digital currency from the Fed actually isn't a cryptocurrency because a right. cryptocurrency's key property is decentralization and a digital dollar is full centralization, the full taking of your freedom. So this is exactly what they're doing, Glenn. They're trying to conflate it. They're saying people are really into crypto. They know it's a good thing. They know it's a pushback. Let's just confuse everybody and let, let them think, oh, this is a crypto. We're just getting into crypto. No, it's not crypto. It takes the whole reason and purpose that people are into crypto is because they do not trust government fiat currency and they want to have that decentralization. The digital dollar is even even though it may live on a blockchain, it may use some of the same technology, it is entirely centralized. And it means the government will have absolute control of everything that you do because they control their mon your money. And if they control your money, they control you. Um, all right. Let me take a one minute break. And then I want to give you an update on where all of this stands in your um, your state house. Carol, thank you so much for everything. God My bless pleasure. You. Thanks, you thanks for having me. You bet. All right. Uh, Tunnel to Towers Foundation is our uh, sponsor. Ever since the fateful day of September 2001, the resolve of the United States was put to the ultimate test. It was the last time we were really together on something. Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been on a mission since then to do good and to remind us what we said to ourselves we wouldn't forget. We uh, don't want to forget the... Military members that fall or are injured. We don't want to forget the firefighters and the cops that are in the line of duty and they're shot. They're killed. They're wounded. The people who are trying to put a house fire out are killed or badly, badly wounded. America's heroes and their families are taken care of by Tunnel to Towers. It's really, truly a, just a fantastic organization. They're doing the right thing, and they really survive by you helping. They've, they have uh, housing now and services for homeless veterans all over the country. This is just one of the things they're doing, and, uh, and there's a lot of homeless veterans. Would you be willing to donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers? It's T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. 10 seconds, station ID.
All right. I, uh, I want to talk to you about what's called the Uniform Commercial Code. This is just new language. It's about 150 pages, 200. They're usually very light. These are updated from time to time. Um, and uh, it is just being rubber stamped. And there is all kinds of money behind this. And it cannot pass. It cannot pass. We cannot redefine money uh, and expand that to include digital currency, but the digital currency from the Federal Reserve. Um, there's conservative states where it is already passed one chamber. It's got to be stopped. North Dakota, HB 1082 passed in both chambers. A veto is needed. Uh, the, the governor has three days once it's given to him. You've got to get on the phone with your North Dakota governor to stop that and have him veto like the governor of South Dakota. Nebraska passed the committee in first floor vote. Um, there's only one chamber in uh, Nebraska, so that looks like it's going to pass. Montana, it passed in the Senate. Indiana passed in the Senate. Kentucky passed in the Senate. Now it's in the House. Arizona passed in the House. This has got to be stopped. Uh, other conservative states, Oklahoma passed it out of the House. New Hampshire has it in committee. Uh, Tennessee, dead in the House, but referred to a committee in the Senate. Texas, it's in committee. Arkansas, in committee. Missouri, in committee. In committee. These must not pass. Uh, the only places it's dead is West Virginia and South Dakota. It was vetoed. The blue states, Colorado, passed it in both chambers. Um, Democratic governor, so no hope of a veto there. Hawaii passed. New Mexico passed. Washington passed. Uh, Massachusetts passed the Senate. Illinois, out of committee. California, I don't have any information on. Um, but uh, they're going to get all of the they're going to get all the blue states. They're just going to rubber stamp them. But please call your Republicans and say, I'm not being paranoid. I am advising you. You're supposed to represent me. And for me and my family, we want you to not vote for the UCC. And uh, they're getting all of these bankers and everybody else coming in saying, oh, no, come on, Bill. You trust me. They did this on ESG. By the way, uh, the um, I want to find the DeSantis story here. DeSantis uh, is about to unveil an alliance with 18 states to combat Biden's woke ESG garbage. We'll give you more on that, but he aims to push back on environmental, social, and corporate governance agenda, and he's teamed up with 18 states. These are the kinds of things that have to be done. Again, it's the UCC code. It must not pass. Call your state house and your governor. The Glenn Beck Program. You can talk your way out of pain. If you happen to be, you know, living with it, you can talk your way. I tried. I'm feeling good today. I'm feeling really good today. Pain, I don't feel any pain. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't talk out yourself out of it. You can't reason with it. You just 
have to just keep trying to do things and uh, try not to wince. That is until I met Relief Factor. My wife told me, I'm not going to, I'm not going to let you in. Pat, you know that voice. I mean, sure Jackie sounds the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And so you do it just to get them off your back. Mm-hmm. And uh, occasionally they are right. I mean, it's not very often, right? It's only like 98% of the <laughs> right, time. Right. Okay. That's yeah. not, that's not a hundred. Right. So anyway, uh, I started taking relief factor. I got out of pain. Please just try it. Or I'm going to send my wife to your house. Re- relieffactor.com that's relieffactor.com if you, if that doesn't work my wife and pat's wife are both coming <laughs> check out my show pat gray unleashed every weekday from seven to nine eastern live or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Last night on my TV special, I took time to explain how this banking crisis has happened and what it means for you and me and what I believe they are moving towards. Uh, I'm not an economist, obviously, and chances are you're not either. Um, And it's really complex and in the weeds. But I tried to break it down into a way for everybody to be able to understand uh, because once you understand the basics of it, um, you 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 get it. You get it. I, I talked to my uh, niece, who is so sweet, talked to her uh, last night, and uh, she said, thank you for explaining this in a way I understand. Um, it's very, very simple and very important that you learn it. Um, I'm going to give my email subscribers exclusive access to all of the research documents that went into last night's TV special. It explains everything in simple terms. Um, Our government's reckless spending and how that is only going to make things worse. Uh, It is affecting the big boys and the little boys. And I, I this is this. There will be ramifications of all of this and it will play into the. The deterioration and destruction, I believe, of our financial system. In the end, you can find all of that. Just go to glenbeck.com, put in your email address for the newsletter. You get it every day. It's all of my show prep. I only get to about 10% of the stories that I read in the morning, um, but they're all really important and had already been whittled down. So please uh, sign up for the newsletter. You can get it at glenbeck.com. Now, there's a couple of other things uh, that I want to uh, I want to alert you to that I think uh, I think are very important. One, this is coming from uh, Canada. Uh, The prime minister uh, is now taking on new legislation. It's uh, Bill C-11 in Canada, or it's called the Online Streaming Act. And it's a way to prioritize the needs and interests of Canadians. 
And they're claiming now the act is going to ensure online algorithms promote Canadian content on social media and streaming platforms like Netflix and Disney and Spotify. Yet, when a multipartisan group of Canadian senators proposed an amendment to the legislation to protect what individuals say online on social media, no government oversight of, you know, social media, they rejected the amendment. So under the current uh, iteration of the bill, user generated content is included in the scope of government oversight. The bill also makes it clear that the purpose of these new government powers is to support countering disinformation. It also specifically mentions serving the interest of Canadians from radicalized communities and Canadians of diverse ethno-cultural background, socioeconomic statuses, abilities and disabilities, sexual orientation, gender identities, and expression and ages. So it is the ultimate woke document this would give the canadian government unprecedented control over speech in canada in canada canada's gone i mean they've just succumbed to this well well, what's the difference they're just ahead of us yeah right we're doing the same things just Uh, we are we're, we're just behind them um, and and a, we're trying desperately to catch up. I know. Well, if people would wake up, if your friends and neighbors would wake up, if we could find a way to get them to understand before panic, uh, before panic hits uh, would be, excuse me, would be very, very uh, nice. Now, there is a new study out, a, a new poll that shows Americans <clears throat> are not seeing Russia the way they were just recently. Uh, no, they're not quite as uh, concerned about Russia as we once were. And, I, you know, I, it's kind of understandable because uh, we've seen the way their military has performed against Ukraine, which everybody thought in a day or two or maybe at the most a couple of weeks they were going to completely overwhelm Ukraine. And right. that just didn't happen. And now you see estimates of I, the lowest estimate on um fatalities of russian troops i've seen is 60,000 the highest is 150,000 that's crazy it's unbelievable in a year just so you know in a year that's what the entire vietnam war lost was 56,000 56,000 in 13 years uh they've had more than that uh in ukraine so now fewer americans see russia's military power as a critical threat to the united states so i think that's both good and bad because it might embolden many Americans to support, yeah, uh, whatever Lindsay, we're doing. Lindsey Graham, yeah, jeez, yes, Lindsey Graham. When will conservatives say enough with Lindsey Graham? My <laughs> gosh, that guy. Uh, yeah, uh, he th- he thinks that we should go after Russia because they attacked a drone. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good, good. Yeah, let's 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 do that. Um, there's uh, also this out today, tons of uranium. Now, usually when you say tons of something, especially like uranium, it's not like tons of fun. No, or you, tons of food. I just ate tons yeah, of food. food. Yeah, you, you probably really didn't. Yeah, you oh. hope that tons isn't literal. Uh, this time it is. Mm-hmm. Tons, 2.5 tons of, Ukra- uh, of uranium missing now from a Libya site. Now, where did I put that 2.5 tons 
of uranium. I know so I had. Is it in the drawer of. next to you, Pat? Uh, Where is that? I hang on. I yeah. Uh, I mean, nope. I no, I thought I put it looking there. Looking by the pins, and uh, now it's not there. I don't know what happened to it. Okay, um, that's not good. That's not good. Um, where could it have possibly gone? By the way, did you see that China, Iran, and Russia are doing military operations together together now? Yeah, isn't that fun? No, no, seriously, that's no, fun. it's good. No, yeah. it's really. I'm. You like to see friends get together and you know play around a little bit with their yeah, toys. It's fun. Sure, it's fun. Yeah, no, it's uh, uh huh. It's good. Um, on the border, let me give you some good news. Texas has a unique plan to close the border. Um, The uh, state legislature is reportedly finalizing some new laws that would empower state law enforcement to take a much more active and aggressive role in securing the border and ensuring the safety of Texans living in the affected areas. The plan will potentially include an entirely new police force dedicated to blocking illegal migrants access to texas texas lawmakers are proposing legislation that makes it a state felony to cross the border from mexico illegally and create a new border police force that could deputize private citizens this is the latest in the state's continued push to test the limits of the federal government's authority over immigration we just had ken paxton our attorney general on what yesterday day Mm -hmm. before and he said he is hoping that he, the, the legislature will give him the power to be challenged uh, by the federal government because he believes we can win that fight because they have just given our border up uh, and it is an invasion. And that's the only way constitutionally that states can take care of their own border problem. If the government if has the government's failed. not doing it and right. they're not doing it. Right. Um, so the, the felony is usually a federal offense. However, states can make a state felony as well. So, you know, the left is all up in arms about this. Uh, you know, gosh, we can't stop the, let's not stop the flow of illegal aliens and, and fentanyl and mm-hmm. human trafficking. We mm-hmm. need more children to be trafficked. Potential terrorism. Jeez. How many people from Russia, China, the Middle East, in known terrorist nations have come across the border? I mean, it was a staggering number that the Border Patrol oh, released last seen, year. It's unbelievable. We have not seen the effect. I think we'll see it if we get a Republican president. We will see the effect. The radicals mm-hmm. that have been sent by Iran, by China, by all of these countries that hate us, they came in uh, in the cover of night over our borders. And, you know, they're not those people that were on the terrorist list. They didn't suddenly go, oh, you know, it's an open border in America. And I just love their lifestyle so much. I'm going to give up this whole terror thing. <laughs> That's not what's happening. They're here. They're doing something. They mean us harm. They mean us harm. Yeah. God, I, you know, I can't, I just can't take it from, you know, I've been, I've been telling you about Operation uh, Underground Railroad and the Nazarene Fund. I've, I've told you about it uh, for, I don't know how long, but this goes in with my um, abortion activism, I guess. I just, we have got 
to find favor in the Lord's eyes. Mm-hmm. And so it's not transactional. We, we have to do the things that put us on his side. So we have to look for people who are struggling, look for people that are in pain, try to serve them, try to help them in an honest effort. And I can't imagine that the Lord is going to be like, oh, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that. That was you, huh? When it comes to stopping child sex trafficking, stopping the death of his little children, his most innocent ones. I can't imagine that he's turning a blind eye to that. We need to repent, turn back to him and say, look, we get it. We want to be on your side. And I mean, America is the number one consumer of child pornography. Mm. I mean, gang, we are not the shining city on the hill. We are not. And we're about to become a byword. We're about to fall. And everyone will know why. Because we lost it. We lost our morality. We lost our decency. The things that we are doing now just in Washington is so far away from reality. It is a comedic show at some point. It's springtime for Hitler. It's that crazy. You can just write the things that are happening now, put some music to it, and it would be a comedy in a few years. But if we don't wake up to that now, we are not going to be there for the opening of it. So I support Greg Abbott and Texas and what they're doing. And uh, I, uh, I, I would urge you to call your uh, legislature in Texas and say, pass that bill. Pass that bill. Give him the power to be able to stop the flow of illegal drugs and people and trafficking here in Texas. Back in just a second. Uh, how many times are you going to sit there at your desk at home looking down at the monthly expenses and wondering, geez, I mean, how are we going to do it? How are we going to do it? Man, that is the worst feeling. I want you to do one thing, and I know you, well, maybe you're not like me, because I avoid everything. I avoid everything that is like, you know, going to be tough. I hate that. Um, But, you know, if I'm sitting there and I'm looking at how we're going to make ends meet, I'm just like, it's just magically going to change, and I'm going to work harder and whatever. And nothing really changes, and it gets me into even more trouble. Um, I urge you to do the opposite. I urge you not to delay. I urge you to call American Financing right now. If you own your house, this is a family-owned mortgage company that's in it for you. They're saving people just like you an average of $700 a month. If you got $700 a month and were able to delay two mortgage payments— and you could close in as little as 10 days, would that not help you out on your finances a lot? Please, this could be the key to turning things around for you so you don't get behind the eight ball even more. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program.
So the Pentagon has uh, has now claimed an alien mothership. <laughs> this is so crazy. An alien mothership could send ships to Earth in a research paper. Officials at the Department of Defense uh, decla- uh, declared that uh, it is possible for aliens to send small probes to our solar system and to Earth on missions similar to the ones conducted by NASA. Uh, this was uh, written by a couple of you know smart eggheads uh, and released last week. It centered on the physical constraints of unidentified aerial phenomena and claimed that a mothership already in our solar system uh, ha- it could send probes to Earth. Uh, it goes on uh, saying, you know, that we've probably already had our first visit from an interstellar traveler. And they say this is, they were talking about the, remember that cigar shaped? Mm-hmm. Uh, Umuamua or something? Yeah, from what was Hawaiian the Hawaiians for found it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, its orbit was different than those in Earth's solar system. It also slowed down and then sped up, which doesn't happen. Can't happen with a natural right object. And uh, they they believe that it may have been either a scout, uh, which would be kind of scary if that's what they're building as a scout, because that was huge, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Or it may have been the mothership. I, you know... <laughs> At times, I wonder if people in the Pentagon aren't like, you know, guys, we need some distractions. I mean, the people really need some distractions. Just Mm -hmm. let's just Mm -hmm. let's give them what they want. You know, hey, aliens are real. You know, just (laughs) because, you know, it's so weird that these things are coming out and no one talks about it. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up or even 20 years ago, these stories would have been huge. Everywhere. Front page on every newspaper. And have you told people about these things that are coming from the Pentagon and they're like, no, what's that? That didn't happen. You're like, Mm -hmm. yes, it did. (laughs) It was in the New York Times. Not that that adds any credibility, but it's been out. They think aliens are real. It's crazy. It is just crazy. So I, again, am... uh, Hoping for the uh, the scout to be real. Please, the Glenn come Beck down, program. fix it.